Beautiful souls. We're back. Universe of Game. I'm your host, Nick Zai. And today, what the heck is the higher self? Okay, we hear a lot of talk about what the higher self is. But what actually is it? That's what we're going to find out here on today's episode. Because it's not actually... It's actually kind of complex. Okay. It might seem very simple, but there's actually two different things happening here. Because I feel like there's this predisposition to the higher self thinking it's the same thing as what you when you leave your incarnation then you're your higher self but according to the law of one that's actually not the case that there's a there's a slight difference and that the higher self resides in the sixth density this is crazy because we're, we're talking about future past parallel existences and we're going to try and get this into as digestible for you as we can because it is definitely some complex material. So, again, I'm going to keep it simple and do my best to explain it. And we'll go from there, okay? So, let's just get right into it. I have two different charts to show you today that kind of give you a visualization along with the uh, the explanation. So, if you're listening to it, I'll do my best to explain the charts as well. Okay. So, let's get into it. So... Here's the first thing that we got to understand. And this is a very simple question, but it's a really good place to start. So if you've never heard of what the higher self is, there is a version of you. Everything is you. But there's also a version of you that exists beyond what you currently are. And there's actually multiple versions of you. And so what I would describe this as, and we'll get to the chart in a sec, that there's you then there's the view outside of incarnation and then there's a the higher self these are two different things okay so let's just get into it so this is from the law of one this is session 70 and as there every and i haven't even said this yet throughout this series but the law of one is in q a format if you haven't noticed right and so as we get into this just understand that it's not always going to be in order, but I do my best to put it into order to make sense because there's so many questions asked throughout the whole series. So I do my best to find it. So anyways, session 70, question 10. Am I correct in assuming that all of the mind-body-spirit complexes that exist in the levels below mid-sixth density have a higher self in the mid-sixth density? Is this correct? Rob, this is correct. Okay, so I brought back the chart of the densities to show you what, what this means. So when we're looking at the seven density system, seven major densities that the law of one uh, tells us about, when we look at the sixth density here, it's a density of unity. It's a density of oneness, really, not complete oneness. And that doesn't happen until seventh. But it is where the polarizations become one and the social memory complexes are formed. But we're not going to talk about the social memory complexes in this episode. In this episode, I'm going to focus more on what exactly the higher self is, right? So when we say sixth density, there's a seventh density version of you that before it moves on into the allness of everything, it gives all of its memory to the sixth density. It gives it to, it gives its memory as a gift. It doesn't give it to anyone. It gives its memory to as a gift to itself, I guess. And again, this is difficult to understand, but stick with me. So, and then everyone has this 
because we all are a part of a higher self, but they're all really one higher self. Okay, so we're looking at the oversoul. So in this context of this video, oversoul and higher self are the same thing. All right. So session 37, question six. And the question actually I took out because it was long and it, you'll get it without understanding the question. So Ra, the higher self is a manifestation given to the late sixth density mind-body-spirit complex as a gift from its future selfness. The mid-seventh density's last action before turning towards the allness of the creator and gaining spiritual mass is to give this resource to the sixth density self, moving as you measure time in the stream of time. This self, the mind-body-spirit complex of late sixth density, has then the honor slash duty of using both the experiences of its total living memory bank or memory of experience, thoughts, and actions, and using the resource of the mind-body-spirit complex totality left behind as a type of infinitely complex thought form. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue on. And I'll explain it in a sec. In this way, you may see yourself, your higher self or oversoul, and your mind-body-spirit complex totality as three points in a circle. The only distinction is that of your time-space continuum. All are the same being. Okay, so how do we really, how do we explain this? I made this chart. So let's take th those three points of view, and it really just depends on what you're line linearly experiencing at that moment. But in actuality, everything is happening at the same time, but it's, we can't comprehend that through this because we came here to have a linear experience in a sense. Okay, at least for a certain portion of our life. So the current self, which is you in the body limited, is what I'm referring to as the veiled self, all right? And this is the self that is going through the forgetting process and is just incarnate right now in it. And it doesn't have full access to the mind-body-spirit complex totality, all right? And so the totality is the entire soul with all the memories and experiences and learnings of all of its lives remembered in, in that linear time moment. Okay, and this is, can get very paradoxical, but I want you to have a perspective of a, of a linear time so that we can understand that because this is, the, this is how we can comprehend it. Of course, everything is happening simultaneously, but to break it down into the simple experience that we're having now, it will help us to make sense of what's going on. Okay, and so then we have the oversoul or the higher self, which is the entirety of all the experiences of you and all of the other beings that are you that have also broken off from that higher self. So let's say that an oversoul splits itself up into 100, 100 mind, body, spirit, complex totalities. So, so the oversoul splits it up into, let's call it a soul. So the oversoul splits into a soul and then the then the soul goes into incarnation and then it doesn't remember anything but it's it's linear life most people not most but a lot of people but it can access the the soul memory 
And that's what we're calling mind, body, spirit, complex totality right now. Okay. So I, I hope this is making sense. And so as we look at this from a linear sense, you right now are that veiled self. Then you're going to remember after you finish this life, all of your past lives, and you'll be the, the total soul, which is what we're calling totality. And then as you merge with all of those other souls, you'll become the oversoul. But you won't lose anything. You'll just remember. You'll just remember more of what you already are. Okay, so that, that is fascinating. That is fascinating. So they're different. They're different. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper here. Okay. So session 36, this one, this one is actually going to bring practicality to it. I'm going, and I did the slides earlier today, so I'm going through and I'm remembering what this is about. So questioner, could you give an example of an entity, possibly one from our historical past, possibly any entity that you might choose if you don't wish to name one, and give an example of how this type of programming by the higher self would then bring about the education through parallel experiences, please. So we're talking about how do, how do parallel experiences work? Ra, perhaps the simplest example of this apparent simultaneity Simultaneity. Simultaneity. <laughs> I, I keep messing up the T's. That's what happens when you have a live show. <laughs> you can't cut that out, right? Oh, man, I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, simultaneity. I think we nailed it. <laughs> of existence, of two selves which are in truth one self at the same time flash space is this the oversoul as you call it or higher self seems to exist simultaneously with the mind body spirit complex which it aids this is not actually simultaneous or the higher self is moving to the mind body spirit complex as needed from a position in development of the entity which would be considered the future of this entity now, how do we, how do we comprehend this? How, how is it exactly the future? How does that make sense? Well, we'll think about this, that you are eventually going to be your higher self and your higher self at that point will include this life. So that's exactly what we mean when we say that it's in the future. Your higher self is in the future because in the future you will remember all those other lives, but you'll also remember this life. So from one perspective, it's in the future. Okay. But from another perspective, you know, it's happening all at the same time. And so one quick note that I do want to make is that when we say time-space, the difference between time-space and space-time in this context, and I'm going to read this to you again so you know what we're talking about. The simplest example is the existence of two selves, which are in truth one self at the, at the same time space. Time space is outside of space time. Think about it like time space is an infinite amount of time, but a limited amount of space. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
the the opposite is true for space time space time is this experience you have a limited amount of space for you and for the environment we have an infinite I'm doing this off my memory. Okay, let's let's keep it really simple. <laughs> this is why I said in the last episode I need a whole I need a whole episode to explain this. Time space is the spirit world, infinite amount infinite amount of time, limited space, and then the opposite is space time. So time space metaphysical realm, space time physical realm. There we go. We're just gonna leave it at that. And. It really gets complex. I was getting into that. That's what today's episode was going to be on, but I, I didn't have enough time to really get it as deep as I wanted. So, question 42. In the last session, you said, the self, if conscious to a great enough extent of the workings of the catalyst of fasting and the techniques of programming, may through concentration of the will and the faculty of faith alone cause reprogramming without the analogy of fasting diet or other analogous body complex disciplines. Okay, I'm just going to break that down because I didn't include that, but this is important. What that is saying is that you don't need fasting and diet in other disciplines if your concentration of will and the faculty of faith alone are strong enough okay so that that's what that statement was saying so let's continue on with the question what are the techniques of programming which the higher self uses to ensure that the desired lessons are learned or attempted by the third density self in our third density incarnational laboratory Ra. there is but one technique for this growing or nurturing of the will and faith, and that is the focusing of attention. The attention span of those you call children is considered short. The spiritual attention span of most of your peoples is that of a child. Thus, it is a matter of wishing to become able to collect one's attention and hold it upon the desired programming. This, when continued, strengthens the will. The entire activity can only occur when there exists faith that an outcome of this discipline is possible. Okay, so this is the practical aspect of it. That your higher self will program in things to your life that will help you if you need it. You'll be guided. But it really is about your ability to focus your attention everything is about that all right so these are related that these catalysts and, and techniques and tools we can use will help us absolutely but what they're helping us to do is learn how to focus our attention because most of us have the spiritual attention span of a child according to ra so if we want to change then we have to pick a program that we want to run Remember, universe, the game. That's what we're talking about. Remember that. <laughs> There's a program that we want to run, and we're running programs right now. So in order to change that programming, we just have to focus our attention on another programming. Then when that programming is encoded enough, then we've changed. And then we're living differently. 
we have a program of lack. Then we have to program in abundance. And it can be, you know, more spiritual than that. But, but essentially, everything comes down to that. And when we realize that, then our will is strengthened. The entire activity can only occur when there exists faith that an outcome of the discipline is possible. So what does that mean? That means that you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that it's actually possible that you can change. And I've used fasting myself and diet to get into my body. These are essentially programs to help you to attain a higher spiritual awareness to me. And if you fasted before, you know how useful fasting can be that you'll, you'll come real quick to find your shadow self when you're hungry, because then your, your baseline lower frequencies will come up. If it's anger, when you're hungry, it'll come up. If it's hopelessness or if it's guilt, they all come up, you know, and that's when it makes sense to look at, you know, the levels of consciousness here that these emotional states come up. These are just programs. This is what Ra's saying that all of these are just programs. And in order to change, we just have to reprogram these programs into, we, pra we almost practice these. And when we do that and we have faith that we can actually reach these states as a baseline, we do. And it's not that we ignore these lower states, we feel them and recognize them, but we also understand that they're not the truth of the full experience that we're having. We can observe the anger and release that pressure, but we can also witness it and not get sucked in by it. And that's what we're talking about, right? So in essence, when we're talking about the higher self and how the workings of the higher self work, you have your three points on a circle and you have the, the self that's you right now. And then you have the soul, the mind, body, spirit, complex, totality, because you still are your soul. You're just limited in order to focus on this life experience. In order to focus on these lessons, you had to be limited in, in at least some respect. You had to forget in at least some respect, but you can still access your past lives in a linear sense right now. And so this is what's important. This is what's important to realize is that you are not limited to just the limited self. And actually you can access your higher self as well. But it takes an intense amount of faith and dedication and discipline to not take in things that are going to distort you and to choose to become a purer version of light or more distorted, I guess, towards service to others. And when we do that, we become less distorted, which really means that we are reaching a higher level of consciousness. And when you're at higher levels of consciousness, it's much easier to tune into your true nature. Right. And so that is how the law of one describes the basics of what the higher self actually is. So I hope on today's episode, you really got a complete understanding of at least the basics of how the higher self works. Okay. And there's a lot more information on the higher self, but now that you understand this and one quick note that I do want to make again, is that the higher self is sixth density. All right, it's all the way up there in sixth, and everyone has this. Everyone has this. And 
a profound thing to realize is that there will always be a version of you in this galaxy, in this, not necessarily this galaxy, but in this universe, while there is a universe to experience. Because even if you did move on and you got through everything and you went to the seventh density, you're going to give your memory back before you come one, before you become one with everything, you're going to give your memory back into as a gift to yourself and your total liver, the living total memory bank of you will go into the sixth density and then that reincarnates. And that's the process that we're experiencing, that we're learning and experiencing what it's like to go through this process in many different ways. So that should actually take some of the pressure off that you're just playing this game of going from first to seventh density. But there will always be awareness in you in the universe, that you are not separate from the universe. And at one linear time point, you will become one with everything again. But right now you're having this limited experience. So enjoy it, but don't take it as serious. If you can, just allow yourself to, to just relax, take off that fight or flight and just start to see and really contemplate these concepts that there might be more going on than we realize. And with that, I really do believe this understanding can give you a sense of calm and serenity, even in the storm of reality right now. Okay. So on that note, See if we can do this. We did it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here, for listening, watching, and, and uh, tomorrow's episode. What will it be on? You'll find out in tomorrow's episode, okay? And we will see you in the next.